I'm so hungry I could eat a whole zebra. Ah, we're fresh out of zebra. Any antelope? Nah. Hippo? Nope. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. He picked up and left in his chariot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 134 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with Brian Galloway, my co-host in crime. How are you doing, sir? I am doing very, very well. I mean, it's, I've had a good week. It's Again, spring is coming. I'm very happy. That's that's um, For some reason, I always seem to get a rebirth when spring comes, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, me too. The weather's been good. The weather's been great the past couple of days. Then we got some rain coming, but I do enjoy the warmth, um, really, of what spring brings and the sun. And hey, speaking of warmth and sunny, let's talk about Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, always sunny in Philadelphia. My favorite TV show of all time. Um, and it, 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 which is, which is hilarious because yes, I was in Philadelphia this past week, and Philadelphia is not far from me, folks. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, on a, on a good day, it's, you know, it's maybe hour 10, um, to, on Saturday, um, um, I'm sorry, was it Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, I, uh, got to go visit the Disney 100 exhibit that was there. And it's a traveling exhibit that's going to a bunch of different places. It's going, it's going to be in Philadelphia, I think until September. And then it's moving over to, um, couple other places. I'm not sure exactly where after that, but, um, it will be, it will be in different places. It's great. And um, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, I wanted to go. Um, it was, I mean, it, it cost a little bit of money, not much. You know, it was, I mean, I think it was like about $20 more than the admission to the, to the museum. So it wasn't really that bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was just, I didn't know what to expect because I said, you know, you never know. Sometimes you go to these things and being a Disney fan, like I am, um, I have high expectations. I want to be able to see things. I want to, you know, but I want to see rare things. I want to see things I haven't seen before, but then sure. I always worry that I always worry that they're going to tailor it for the people that are not big Disney fans. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't sure I had heard good things. I had a couple of friends that had previously gone. Um, but I still, I, I wasn't hundred percent sure, but I went. So I, I, the one cool thing about it is, um, you, you basically have to book a tour time. Now it's not, it's not like a guided tour or anything like that, but they try to separate because it's a museum and there's not a whole bunch of space, they try to separate the people coming in by a time slot. So that way you can actually tour without you know, having giant crowds. And sure. um, I, so I, that was, that was cool. So I, um, since I waited a little bit long to actually make my reservation, I had an early, early morning tour um, booked the first one of the day, actually. And uh, as it so happened, I had a, a couple of friends, um, Terry, we- Terry Weaver, Mike Brennan, and Ian Eng, who are who are all going at the same time, so that was cool. So we got to meet up. So I even got to visit with other people, which which made it even better because you know they they're also Disney enthusiasts too. And, and you know, one of them, Terry Weaver, had, like I mean, he's amazing. He knows so much about the deep dark uh, secrets of Disney, which is which made it even better. It's almost like having a, have a built-in tour guide there. So that was great. Um, but when I got there, so I got there early in the morning. It was cold. They hadn't opened yet. Um, they wouldn't. They, they don't open until nine thirty, and so I got there. I was maybe about half an hour early, and there was a line outside. There was people outside, and everybody had Disney stuff on. There were people with oh, cool. Disney shirt, Disney shirts, ears. Um, it was it was really spirit jerseys all over the place. Oh, that's uh, it, good. It, it was it was great. So then I was like, okay, this is this is my people. These are my people here. This is going to be cool. So go in. And, um, I was a little bit, again, a little bit early. They let us in a little bit early and I was waiting for them. So I had a little bit of time to kill. So I went to, and I, I don't know anybody who has never, ever been to the 
Franklin Institute in Philly. Um, but they have this thing called the giant heart. It's just a humongous heart that you can walk in and it's pumping and it's, it, it's like vibrating. Oh, wow. and it's, it's amazing. It's a little creepy. I have to tell you, it's yeah. kind of a little, you know, Sounds cause it. it's like, boom, 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 boom. And you're yeah. walking through it and you go through the whole, the whole tour of how the blood goes through. So I, but I had to go do that cause I hadn't done it in a long time. I went, I went, I had some time to do it. And then, I, then they have this amazing giant pendulum that goes from the very top of the building to the bottom. Oh, and wow. it's always moving and it's, it's just really cool. So I, I, I went to go look at those cause I, cause I remember seeing those previously, especially as a kid too. And I wanted to see them again. Um, but I definitely, the heart was pretty, you know, it, it was, it's, it's kind of intense. It's weird. It's just weird. Cause you like, you, you hear the ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. And it's very realistic. So I do always recommend people checking it out. Now there's the, the museum itself has tons of things in there. There's a, uh, so many things to see and do. Um, but I did not have the the opportunity to see everything because of the fact of the Disney exhibit that we were there. So anyway, so quick question though, when ahead. you book this Disney exhibit, can you also access the museum as well? Yep. Once you're in, you get, you get, you get entrance okay. to both. Yep. Yep. So you get to go see, you get to spend the whole, you can spend the whole day there if you want. Another cool thing about this museum is they have a parking deck underneath. So, you do not have to go park in town. You do not have to pay high prices, 20 bucks the whole day um, in a city, which is amazing, like $20 for a park parking in a major city. Very, very good. Um, went in. I had a great spot. And they have, a, they have an elevator, and it brings you right up to the lobby of the museum. Now, there's also a gigantic statue of Ben Franklin, of course, because it's, it's, it's the sure. Franklin Institute. Yeah. And that is there. And that's, that's also, you know, beautiful. It's just beautiful. And it's really nice. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful building. It's been there forever, but it's been redone. Very, very clean. Very safe. You know, at that area, that area of Philly is very, very safe. Um, you can walk around with no, no worries. And it's, um, it's, it's just great. So it was, a, it was great to go in there. So everybody got there. Everybody arrived finally. We had to get little bands. Um, then you have to go through three different checkpoints to get into the Disney exhibit. Don't ask me why, wow. but we had, to, we had to show our bands and our tickets three times, um, which I don't know, maybe why they didn't want people sneaking in, but um, I know maybe because there's artifacts there, who knows, who knows, but, mm-hmm. but it was, that was kind of interesting. Then you walk up this circular ramp. It takes you a little while before you get up to the floor that it was on. I don't remember exactly what floor it was on, but it was pretty high. So we get up there and um, it's uh it's a series of rooms, almost like a maze, but it's it wasn't easily to uh, easy def- easily definable maze, but it definitely had a path. Definitely had a path to go through. So I yeah. would say there was about twenty rooms. I would say about twenty rooms, maybe maybe a little bit more, but about twenty different rooms. And you would go through, and it started out with um, in the it, probably in the chronological order of how the Disney family was. It started out with pictures of like. The Disney family as there was kids and the parents and where they grew up. And then it started going into the early creations that were done, um, like, like Oswald and everything like that. And, and, mm-hmm. um, one of the cool, one of the first really, really cool artifacts that was there, you know, the original was the original telegram that Walt sent. So after Walt had just lost the rights to Oswald and he was, it was probably the biggest down, down point of his career, where his, you know, his character had take, gotten taken from him. Um, he wrote, he sent a telegram to his brother, you know, saying, Hey, everything's going to be okay. We, you know, I'll, I'll figure this out. And then, yeah, that's when he was, he had, he, you know, that was the famous ride where he, he designed Mickey Mouse. And um, yeah. so you get to see that, tele- that telegrams there. I have a picture. That's of it cool. and I, I, I think I have posted it in the site already, but um, if not, I'll post it again. And that was great. So that's a, that's a classic. That's got a story to it. It's, yeah. it's, um, I it's like that, that like, Hey, you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, everything's going to, I got it, man. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry, Roy. I got this, man. I got this. We're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to be okay. Yep. And, and, and you got to think about that, that, you know, telegraphs, like or, you know, telegrams. I know. You had to yeah. go to the office, they would type it in, send it to another office, they type it in and the other person would have to go pick it up. So it wasn't like, you know, email or text. It was, right. it took a while. It took a while. It's a process. So, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Obviously he was on the train, you know, um, along the way, I think back to LA and, and during that time and probably, you know, I don't know how, when Roy got the telegram or when it was, but it was definitely before he probably, he arrived, but probably 
it would have been so much easier if it was a text or an email or a phone right. call. Right. Yeah. Very, very different. But anyway, so that's a great thing. And then, then it has a lot of different artifacts, all different things that happened um, in that early, in those early years, which, which is amazing to see because they, they're, you know, some of them are reproductions, but some of it was preserved and it's just great. You know, they're framed and everything. It's just great to see because again, I don't think I've ever seen them. So then you walk into a room and then there's this, and I think you've probably heard this story about the hologram. There's a hologram right. of Walt Disney and he talks to you for a little while and he, and he's basically introducing you to the whole, to the, the whole exhibit. It was interesting. It looked good. It looked it looked realistic. The one part of it that looked different to me is his hair looked weird. It almost looked like he he had a, he had a hair piece on. Um, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know how they did the hologram and how that worked. But um, if you, um, I actually, I, I could, I could even post a picture of it. It was, it was good. He talked, you know, obviously the voice was perfect and and. Uh, he did his facial expressions look just like him. So, but but so that's hair, what's so crazy to me is because like if it, his facial expressions match and the voice match, but he was talking about the exhibit that you're around. Like it's that's so amazing yeah. technology how they can oh, yeah. a, how they can a, make can Walt talk about it. You know, it's just oh, insane. It, it, it was amazing. It's amazing. So that was the end. You go in and they have, definitely have you know they have some representative of all famous movies, and then they have the. Uh, Original Laughogram Studios megaphone, which yeah. was a very cool thing. They have posters of some of the really early things that he did, which, which again, really cool stuff. Um, early artwork, you know, some of the, some like partially made artwork. Um, yeah, actually, just so you know, the the Western Union Telegram actually says, "Leaving tonight, stopping over in KC, arrive home Sunday morning." 7:30. Don't worry. Everything okay. We'll we'll give details when arrive. Walt. Ah, like nice. like that's just like it's like he's he's saying, man, don't worry. I got this, Roy. Yeah. We got it. It's not it's not as bad as everybody felt. It will be fine. Lots of great. I love looking at you know the the little initial sketches and things like that. Not you know not I'm not talking about the full sketches. I'm talking like partial sketches and storyboards all over the place. They had so many of those. They had those, and I don't even know what they call them. Those, those, they would take the storyboards and put them in this round cylinder and the cylinder would spin and you could actually see the cartoon being made and they, they would ah. film it. They had, they had one of those, um, you know, again, the original, um, that was really cool. They had, um, they talked about all the different stories and the origins of some of the favorite favorite movies like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and the drawings and the artwork and Pinocchio and the original Pinocchio doll and the original Winnie the Pooh doll and uh, they had this then they, then so then the cool thing was too you would go from old artifacts and memorabilia to new technology so they had they had these really they, they these books of all the famous stories the originals like you know the Pinocchio Snow White all the original stories and if you turn the pages in the book, they had a, a screen and on the digital screen, it would change the page, whatever page you turned in the book, the page on the screen would change oh, on, wow. a, on a big giant video screen. It was really cool. That was, huh. that was amazing technology. Yeah, really cool technology there. Um, they had the Cinderella's glass slipper, which was crazy. They had, you know, they had some, of, and they even had some of the original origins of some of the stories like you know like for example um alice in wonderland you know some of the original drawings were a little creepy too they were like almost dark right. in a little ways because some of those fairy tales were dark but right but, like grimm's you know, grimm's brothers fairy yeah, tales and stuff you know because yeah stuff. it turns into something else yeah so you know obviously what what walt walt and the, and the disney studios had decided was that okay, we're not going to make them dark because that's not sure you know, kids are not going to see it so it, it, it talks you know it talked about the origin that origin which was really cool there were some statues they had some artifacts from rides there was um the merry some of the original merry-go-round um pieces there was uh, from the from mary poppins there was um uh, an original matterhorn um Car oh, that's neat. Matterhorn ride, which is which is really cool, and it was an original. They had an original Peter Pan um, ride car, 
um, which was really good. Now, you couldn't sit in America, and they says, do not touch yeah. and everything. Like that, but yeah. you can take pictures of them. That was it. Um, I took a picture of my finger almost touching it, but not touching it. They had, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to get myself in trouble. They had yeah, yeah. visual developments of how, you know, when most, like, like for example, Ariel, you know, Ariel originally had dark hair and was a little different. She, you know, she looked different. They mm-hmm. show the progression of originally what the, what the original storyboards were and then how they progressed, you know, after the design meetings and how they originally ended up. Um, really cool. That, you know, also very cool stuff. Um, you know, Winnie the Pooh was one. They, they, you know, every, pretty much every major movie, Frozen and Tangled, they had sections on those. Um, I, 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 to me, that was just the, the amazing stuff. They had, they had um, the designs of the clothes that they used in the animation. So, in other words, when they were doing the animation, what they did was they had clothing. Right, they would get real clothing and they would use it as a design when they were trying to trying to figure out what to, what the, what to wear. That's so crazy. And they had that. They had those those all over the place too. Um, I yeah, the things that I like were the storyboards. So I I I really liked that. That was where I spent most of my time. But then they had again, you they, you always went from artifacts to technology. They had these gigantic. Um, digital tables, so digital tabletops, which were touchscreens, where you could go and there's there's little wheels that you could spin, and you could research movies. You could find out interesting facts. They had one that I talked about all the Disney parks around the world. Like you go, to, you can go to you can go to Shanghai, and you could there's a little wheel, and it would actually show you parts of the hmm. of the park and and unique things about the park and things like that. Really good stuff that. Um, you know, if you really had the time to spend the whole day, you could probably spend the whole day just looking through everything. There was so yeah. much to see, right? And the, but I love what I liked is the mix of technology and memorabilia at the same time. Um, yeah, really, you know that kind. Of, they, they even had like I remember um, one of the ones I was looking at was Raya, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. That they had a section on her because I have to tell you that's a very very um, underestimated movie. That's another one. Oh, that, I love like, that movie. A, Raya was great, and Raya Raya has a little. So I was glad to see that Raya had a, had a had a section. Um, they uh, Frozen, you know, obviously Frozen had its had its part, and of course, you know, I, sometimes I get too much of Frozen, but it wasn't that bad. They had the clay the clay statues that they used to try to determine how the animations would be. They had yeah, those, they had a lot of those, and those were those were amazing. Um, they just they had tons of them. Um, I'm trying to figure out all they had light shows that would come so you could walk around like I, I remember there was one Peter Pan the Peter Pan characters would be sp- like spinning around the floor as you would walk they were up in the you know they were ah. they would be coming down from the lights there would be a light show from them on the floor um, paintings um, original artifacts from the movies quotes from Walt and Disney quotes all over the walls all over the place some of the famous ones. Um, they had a big section on um, all the dizzy nature stuff and the and the and the original, you know, you know, because Walt was big into the nature and and animals and things like that. So they had a big section on that. They you know they had one whole room on on uh, just the dizzy nature stuff, which was again stuff that you never even think about. You know, that's a big part of Dizzy's history. But right. I don't think it gets much play, right? It doesn't as much as it should. But he sure. loved that stuff. He loved the animals. So, and he won a, a couple Academy Awards. Like they had a couple of his Academy Awards there um, statues, but they, he won one for the for the nature stuff. He did. So, he, like it, those were those are really cool. Um, they had a they had an interactive. So they they also had a, a recreation of the two thousand and leagues under the sea, not the ride car, but the. But the, uh, the actual submarine from the movies that they used, that was mm. really cool. They had um, this three-dimensional digital viewing port from the Nautilus. But in that, they would show clips of famous movies. So you could see oh, that. Cool. And, and, and that was really cool, too. Um, uh, they had a lot of the stuff on Disney Space. You know, like my friend the Adam was one, and 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 Men in Space. Because you remember way back then, Disney used to put out a lot of. Um, he he put out military films. He put out 
um, things for the for the government and the army. He did a lot of work for the for the government. He also did a lot of work for NASA, putting through right. make putting together some those shows. So he they had they had an exhibit on that stuff. Um, you know, weather balloons, um, satellites, like that, like like all these cool like I things I forgot about Walt Disney. Right, that and I got to see that too. So that brought back a lot of good memories of you know what I knew about Walt. Um, now they did have some they did have some Star Wars stuff. They had you know they had BB-8 and Porgs and and Han Solo's original dice, um, ancient Jedi texts. They had light Luke's Luke's uh, lightsaber. Um, they had a lot of, you know, so they had Star Wars, they had Marvel stuff, they had Thor's helmet, Captain America's shield, um, things like that. They had, they had some amazing stuff like that. And I, for, for, you know, at first I didn't think that they really were going to have much Star mm-hmm. Wars and Marvel, but they did. They had a section on all that stuff. Well, then, that's good. So now we're going through this now and I'm thinking, wow, this is a lot, right? There's, there's a lot of stuff in them, all these different rooms and things. Then the next room is music and actually there's about three rooms of music all about the music from the movies and the parks and 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 the broadway shows and all exhibits like that and they had you know the original scores from the music they had videos and music playing and all different things and one of the things that i really enjoyed and and i actually this was really cool they had one room they had Four or five different sections you can go to hear different famous songs sung by people in twenty or thirty different languages. Like wow. so you would have the frozen song, they would sing, you know, let it go, and it would yeah. be in in Mandarin. And all of a sudden it would have a couple lines in Mandarin, then it would jump to Italian, then it would jump to Spanish, and it would t- and it had even no, some obscure neat. language like Flemish and then stuff like that. Yeah. It was just like jumping from all the different ones. And sung just as well you know with from different people and they had the original they had all the people that were singing in each in each country and their names yeah. and, you know and 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 that was good they also had moana um there was a there was a couple there was all different and yeah so you wear headphones and you would sit down and wear headphones and you could listen to that and it was just so well done evan it was um that's awesome. Really, really cool. That that was one I probably would have stayed another hour just to listen to, but it was just you know it was I was there for a little bit. I was I was there for yeah. I yeah. was I was enthralled by the fact of how they could switch from I'm talking note to note from one language to another, not missing a beat. Wow. It was very well done. So that was that was really cool. Um, they and they oh they had uh, stuff from the Mouseketeers, mm. which you know again you always forget about the Mouseketeers. The Mouseketeers were there. Um, that was, that was amazing. They had the original Steamboat Willie, um, whistle, which was, which was a really cool piece of memorabilia there. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had another area where they had a lot of, um, movie posters from, from a lot of the movies through the years. I saw the black black hole was there. And they also had the computer word tennis shoes, which I totally forgot about that movie. And I'm, I might have to watch that again. And they had, um, uh, you know, some of the nor- some of the newer things. And they also had a uh, a, a Fess Parker who played <laughs> Davy Crockett. They had an album of him singing, like not Whoa. not Davy Crockett songs. Like he would sing like songs. Like, and, yeah. and I don't know how bad that is. I, I have to try to find that because that that was one I, wow. I didn't have a chance. To, but they actually had you know there was Emperor's New Groove, which I know my daughter loves them, and they it was just really 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 well done. They they did a good job making sure that you got to see. Um, you know, they had clothes that Walt Disney wore. They had um, you know they had a section they talked about some of the current Imagineers. Like they showed they showed you videos about the Imagineers. And what they went through when they designed things, so you could actually go and there was a lot of different uh, videos going on all the time about all of those. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was great. They had a section on interventions, which was mm. near and dear to my heart. The part of Epcot that's missing that's not there now. They talked about interventions and, and how that how important that was to Disney itself and, and what they did, and the, and so they had that. They had. So then you so you so then you're thinking, okay, at this point I'm still done. No, you're not done yet. You keep going. Um, then they then they had into the they went into animatronics and they had a room on that they showed you they had they had um, the inner workings of oh, animatronics so cool. they had the animatronic boards to use 
what you did with all that, how, how those worked. Um, they showed the the uh, you know the original animatronics, which were sort of like birds, and and then you know progressing all the way to a point where they almost looked like the Terminator. I think like the the one I was looking at at first, I, you know, I said, "Hey, that's the Terminator." No, that's not the Terminator. It might have been Ian who said it first. I don't remember, but one of us said that looks like the Terminator, and because uh, it really did. But the animatronics are so well done, and if you look at them really closely, what's cool is you see just for the facial expressions. There are so many inner workings in that face of an atom. So, you, so the one that we saw was they had one of the ones from one of the Hall of Presidents, one of the presidents, not not the Hall of Vice Presidents, but the Hall of Presidents. They had um, one of the inner workings. I don't it doesn't it didn't say which president it was, but it was so there were so many inner workings there in that. Um, you just the wonder they look so lifelike, and to think about it, this was done. You know what? In the sixties, nineteen sixties, fifties, like you talk about, and, and and I, I cannot express this enough to any Disney fan that Walt Disney was so far ahead of the game in technology. Now people say, you know, hey Steve Jobs, hey you know, uh, you know maybe Apple computers were amazing. They did something, you know, or or you know Microsoft stuff was done. It's so far. I'm telling you, animatronics and what Walt Disney did. And his Disney studio, not just Walt, the, the whole Disney Studios did. It was so far ahead of the game. Because so, you think about it, they didn't have the technology that we have now. Right. They didn't have any of that. They figured out ways to make things work work with air and right air and mainframe, giant mainframe computers. Like I'm Well, just think of this too, Brian. I mean they, I mean, look, me and you both are pretty pretty smart guys, but there's something there's something in somebody's brain, like the brain of, of a Walt Disney, that thinks way beyond his time. You know, the, there's something that I, I know myself, I'm missing that. I mean, I'm, I can be a creative guy. I can, you know, be a smart guy and these in business and, you know, these kind of senses. But to go that far beyond your time in your innovation and your creativity and your your outlook and vision, I guess vision's a great word, is just take something else, an extra layer that just not everybody has, you know, to be that much of a visionary like he was and to achieve what he was and to be, like you said, ahead of his time, it takes something else inside of a person that um, I think it does come out with struggles and, you know, hardships like he had, but also just this creative wave that he just had that a lot of people don't possess, you know? Oh, I I agree. You're you're 100 right. There there's something, and I I don't. Again, we talk about visionaries. We talk about you know people that shaped society, people that shaped our culture. Yeah. It's right there. And I don't. Sometimes I worry he doesn't get enough because yeah. people think oh it's a it's a it's amusement park. But you know besides color, oh, he created a mouse. You know that's it. Color and know, color no. animation, animation. Oh, yeah. His his the you know. Color and animation. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. It wouldn't have been there that as soon as it was if it wasn't for Walt Disney. Like things like that That's right. that you don't realize how far again ahead of the game. To me, animatronics is the biggest way to look at it. Is it was for the 1965 World's Fair or something where they did mm-hmm. they, you know Abraham Lincoln and people saw that and they did they no one no one thought it was they thought it was somebody in a costume. There's like no way that's that's mechanical. Yeah, there's no right. way that is right. They, that's that was a big thing, and it was the original fundamental animatronics, and it was that amazing. And they, and they, you know, of course, they've gotten better through the years, but back then they didn't have that technology, and they and they had to make do with what they had, and he still was able to pull it off. He would just challenge his folks, and, you know, get and the people that worked in Disney Studios were as talented as well, you know, like uh, Iwerks and all them. They were, all of them were talented, talented people. And well, he I'll had even the go best to, people. Go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I would say, I'll even go as far to say that, you know, we do have these creative waves sometimes. I mean, we have these these fever dreams, right? These creative moments, but the the gumption to actually get it done. And like you said, challenging his people, putting goals in his own mind, 
to actually do it. I mean, gosh, I have ideas all the time, but you know, because of life, because of this, because of that, you know, we just don't do, and we don't execute on these ideas that we have for either ourselves or whatever the case may be. But um, just having the ability and the the go ahead to jump on it and do it. That's what he had. He had that um, initiative that is, you know, give a little bit of freedom because he had that freedom in his own self. He wasn't tied down to a job, right? He was making his own way as a pioneer. But uh, if he, that's, that's the quote, if you can dream it, you can do it. And he dreamed it and he did it. And so a lot of times we just dream it, right? And we just hope we could do it one day, but he actually did it. And that's what makes him so oh, different. Yeah. No. And that's why, that's why he has such a big following and why, that's why there's so many people that say, you know, you don't really, you know, you could talk about the parks, you can talk about, I don't know, JPEG and, and all the, all these issues. I mean, who cares? Um, I, I don't, Walt Disney was a visionary. Walt Disney was a, you know, I, I don't want to say he, he, he was a, a bigger than life person. And you don't realize that until you look at what he did and think, and you have yeah. to really relate it to the time too. You have to relate it to a time where there was no computer that, you know, to that point, there was, that was not available. You know, there were mm-hmm. computers, but they were so rudimentary. They were, they were like, they were like yeah. file cards yeah. and stuff like that was, but he was able to do this. Now I have to tell you, they did do, they have a nice section on Pixar. They talk, they show some of the original Pixar machines and the, bo- the Pixar, bo- Pixar box and, um, the, 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 um, the, the image computer that they did, um, that they have that, which, which is some amazing stuff. They yeah, had, yeah. they have, they had a, a, another section on the multiplane cameras that Disney used to get different shots, which was, again, no one at, at that time was doing anything like that. Like he was so far ahead of the way, uh, you know, with his, the way he did live action movies and, and the shots that he took and the, the cameras that he that he had that he put together is that his crew put together. No one had anything like that. You know, he challenged them to come up with something better, and he did that, and they did it, and they loved him, right? They they loved him, and they would follow. They followed him through the walls, and then, you know, and that that's an amazing leader, like right. That's another thing. He was an amazing leader. Um, there's uh there there was the uh, a the the original um, opening opening scene um opening i'm sorry opening of the parks uh address that he was going to say and the different variations crossed out and and what he had to change wording he changed the last minute and stuff like that they have that there framed um some of they have some of the original characters from the pictures of the characters from opening day of disneyland wow they look bad um they look worse than the ones you see in like IHOP. You know, you ever go to like IHOP and they have like the, <laughs> the, the cheesiest versions of, you know, or even like Times Square. Oh yeah, like the worst versions. Of, the, oh, these were really worse. bad. These yeah, were yeah. Worse. They didn't have that. They didn't have that down. It took a while to get them to get right. the characters that we see. That we see. Um, that kind of stuff. They, they, this is this is what that exhibit would show, and that's why I liked all that stuff. That was it was amazing. Um, it jumped from things to you know there was you know obviously they had original the original posters and ride uh flyers flyers about the rides and that is so and cool. um advertisements for like they had they had like date night for 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 uh Disneyland one time like just to get people to come you know more ways to entice people to come to the parks nowadays you don't need that right um right. It, it, all that stuff they had it, it was just phenomenal um i cannot get over Oh, and there was another one that was really cool. They had this, they had this one room you go in, and it was again they had these all these color swatches. You ever go to Home Depot or Lowe's and you're looking for yeah, paint? Yeah, and yeah. They have color swatches, right? So what they did was they would have these big color swatches, and they would have like three or four or five different colors all in one one like um, rectangle. And the rectangle yeah. you could flip up and down, and what the color scheme would you flip it over and it would it would be the character that it represented so like you look at these mix of colors ah. you flip it over and it would say like stitch or it would say oh like right. snow white or we're like or you know now That's i'm so colorblind cool. i'm colorblind so to me i was failing oh i was terribly failing on most <laughs> of these things um yeah. but it was just so cool the way they had it like to play around with it and it was like um both kids and adults can have a good time doing it 
it was almost like a quiz, but it, but it was just really cool. Um, all that kind of stuff. And now, you know, I'm missing things. I'm missing things. All, you know, it's, sure. um, it's, it's, you need a good, you need a good two hours to go through it. I would say two hours is, is, is enough. You could actually extend it to four if you really wanted to spend the time to sit and do things. Um, another interesting thing is they do tell you before you go in, there's no bathrooms. So like they, 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 the entire oh. exhibit has no, so yes. So that is a, that's another interesting thing, but you know, you can leave the exhibit and come back. There's right. No problem with yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. But you can go there's as many times along the way, but there's no bathrooms while you're up, up in this exhibit. And, uh, which is fine because we, I, I don't think any of us had to go with, but, um, but it was, it was pretty interesting. So anyway, so you go through this whole thing and it takes, takes a while and there's room after room after room. And you're, you're just like one thing after another, you, you think you've seen everything and all of a sudden something new comes, right? And you get, um, then guess what? There's a gift shop <coughs> and it didn't have a ton of exclusive merch. It did have some though. It had shirts, it had mugs, it had yeah, yeah. Um, stuff like that. I, I bought a mug. I, I, I tried to get a shirt, but all they had was small and mediums and I, sorry, I don't fit in a medium. I don't think yeah, I fit me either. in a medium since like fifth grade. So, um, right. yeah, so me too. That was, um, so, but that was the, you know, they said they were going to get more in, but that, that wasn't going to help me, but they had you know, sweatshirts. Right. They had, um, a lot of cool things. They had books, a lot of books, um, some exclusive, some were exclusive just to the show. Another, other was ones you can get on Amazon. They weren't, um, they didn't have, any, you know, I was surprised. They didn't have any Disney pins, which I thought they would have yeah, something, yeah. something with the hundreds, but they did have a lot of stuff. Enough that it was worth it's worth going to see, hundred percent. It is a special, and it's a separate gift shop than the normal gift shop for the museum, which was okay. another cool thing. So very cool. You could spend some time there. Another cool thing they had ex- they had exclusive um, Disney bags that had like quotes from Disney on them. So I got one of those. Um, they were actually almost all sold out, but I I. The one lady said, "No, we don't have any more." I said, "No, I see a couple over there." And she's like, "You do?" And I look, and she's like, "Oh yeah, look, here's some." So she pulled some out. We, so there was a couple left. We were lucky enough to get a couple there. Um, it was really good. So I, you know, we we left there tired. You know, standing a lot of standing. There was there was a couple of places to sit along the way, but not many. Um, a lot of standing, a lot of walking. Um, you know, then we we afterwards we went. Um, we had some lunch at a, at a local, of course, cheesesteak place. Uh, which was pretty pretty excellent, and then we went home. You know, but it was a it was a long day. I I, I figured uh, I left my house around six thirty in the morning, and I got home about four. So it was a long day. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, it was a long day. But it but it was great. I, I enjoyed it better than I thought it was going to be. Now again, I had some great people with me, and and the cool thing about it is they all had different expertise. So there was a lot of you know uh, whether talking to, with with Mike about art or I mean. And Terry, Terry definitely knows so much about the history and things that he would, you know, he would say, you know, hey, that's, that's an original or that's a reproduction. He would know right away without even having to look, he knew he, like, wow. it was, uh, it was pretty cool. And, and, and I, and I definitely found some things that I had never, you know, I learned some things about Walt Disney that I did, had never either. Maybe I didn't remember. I didn't know. Um, you know, I, I, I think they did a great job in, in trying to mix um, historical with new technology, you know, and, and I just think that was great. They had you know, a lot of, it was, it was also, I have to tell you, it was very dark, good or bad. You know, it was very, each room was very dark because they centered the lighting on the exhibits, which another, which also made it very cool because you walk around and the lighting right. would be done very well towards the exhibits. And I like that too. And it also helped with all the, like the electric, the, the um, tabletop, digital tabletops that they had all over. Yeah. Because in the dark, they probably work a lot better there too. So, right. um, I, oh, and, and also, yeah, another thing too, all along the walls in every room, they had, they weren't like headphones. They were like these special, like museum megaphones. They're probably like sanitary, sanitary headphones that you could actually, there, there were, and you could always, there was always some kind of video on the wall. There's and there's no way possible you could have seen every video. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. You would have to spend the whole day there. Um, but they had those. You can go listen to those. Um, it was just so much going on. Great job, great job by the Franklin Institute. I highly recommend going there, especially to the Disney fan. Like if you think you know everything about Disney, 
you're going to go there and you're going to find things. Um, if you don't know anything about Disney, you'll probably gain more there than the person who is, you know, a big time Disney fan, because you're going to see things that you probably know. We already know. We know some of these things we already knew about. But I also like the fact to see the, you know, the, you know, the beginnings of a sketch of Snow White or beginnings of this and beginnings of Winnie the Pooh. I had never seen that kind of stuff before. So it well, was it was good. I loved it. Yeah, and you know, that's the kind of stuff that now if you're staying in art of animation, you can go to the lobby and look at on the wall at how animation progresses, but none of that's originals, right? I mean, and there's very few places in the parks where you can experience this kind of stuff. You know, the only place to really see it is if you look at it on these Disney Plus specials or on TV specials or movies or whatever, and they're opening up the Walt Disney archives and showing you pieces from the archives. Now you can't just go and visit the Walt Disney archives. You have to, you know, if you're on like adventures by Disney or something like that, a tour that has to include the archives or something like that. But otherwise, you know, you can't just go in and walk up to the Walt Disney archives. And I guess it's in Burbank and, and go in and see it. So for the archives to quote unquote, like open or to, certain exhibits like this Disney 100 exhibit and pull stuff out from the, the vaults or the archives to display for fans to see is really cool because like I said, there's not really a place that you can just go and see all of that stuff at any time because it's all in storage essentially, you know, and, and Disney's has kept a lot of those original drawings and stuff there for several reasons. One for, you know, obviously to preserve them, but two, for inspiration for future films that people can go and look at old beginning sketches and color schemes and that kind of stuff. And uh, just, it's super cool when they do stuff like this. I, I know they did a traveling Walt Disney archives exhibit not too long ago, but for the Disney 100, I'm glad that they brought out some different kind of neat things for this, because like I said, you can't just go see it. So for them to crack it open and take it out for something like this is pretty special. Oh yeah, it, it 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 was great, and I I you know it's funny. The cool thing is the way it was set up, the way it was displayed, did Disney justice because it was displayed in a way that probably it highlights everything. Yeah, and the dark. So if you get to see pictures of it, look at the the darkness. The walls were dark, the ceiling was dark, the things that were everything was lit up section by section, and that made it easier. Yeah. It made it, and it right. just made it easier to view and easier to to look at and actually be be enthralled by some of this stuff. I mean, there was you know some of the I just amazing stuff. Yeah, amazing stuff. I I highly recommend it. Um, and there's probably things I missed. You know, I I it's I I could have easily missed things because there was so much. At certain, certain areas you go, and it was just um you were just uh, like shocked on it, it was like, like overflow of yeah of disney things right there's overflow of pictures overflow of music the music mm-hmm. section there's just so much to see and hear that's probably there's no way you could favorite. do it all yeah, yeah you can know you it was great that was i could have stayed in there all day yeah you're, i agree um just fabulous fabulous and and again well done um they they must have spent a lot of time figuring out how to do it the right way and you know um i do you know there yes there was a lot of reproductions too of some things um some of the reproductions look darn good too. They, they really did oh, yeah. almost to the point where you had, you had a hard time figuring it out, but they had some of the real big thing. You know, like the, like the telegram is the real telegram. And like, like, yeah, that's just, that's, that's such an important piece of Disney history, you know, important because you got to think about it. Like, you know, there's, there's certain pieces and, and I don't want to, I'm not going to, this is not the, the Walt Disney um, experience uh, podcast today to talk about that. But I think, you know, two of two of my the biggest pieces of milestones in the timeline of, you know, the ups and downs of Walt Disney's life is, you know, like, okay, Oswald got stolen from him. He was downtrodden. They they pretty much everything they had put into that was lost. At that point they didn't know probably know where to go or what, what to do. And then he came up with Mickey and he figured, you know what, I'm gonna make this work. I got it. Hey, everything's gonna work. You know, and and so that was like the big, you know, yeah, the, the drop versus the the raise, right, in the, in the timeline, right. And then obviously, you know, when the when the company was losing money and there was a lot of, they weren't really hitting, you know. Then Snow White came to play, right? And Snow White mm-hmm. uh, was the was the big gamble that they took, and and yeah. 
you know, it just it got, you know, Academy Awards and it was amazing. And then from that time on, then it went uptick and they didn't have as many, you know, they didn't have as many drops, through, you know, through the years. They had some, but not as nothing like that until probably the last couple of years. You know, Evan, that, yeah. you, know, you think about that. That's a good point. This, Disney yeah. was on a high for 25, 30 years and, and, uh, the pandemic and and the uh, the drop off and the change in management kind of kind of you know went down went downhill a little bit, um, and they always they're always resilient and they come back. So maybe you know maybe we're going to see that uptick again. I think that's that's a cool thing. So I, I'm hoping to see that. But great great you know great day great exhibit. And another thing I have to tell you, besides it being cold and it was very cold, it was one of the most gorgeous days. So yeah, we we talk about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It was always sunny in Philadelphia that day. It was a beautiful, like the the weather was gorgeous. Oh, good. Weather was yeah. gorgeous, um, and that's a great town. Very, you know, people have, get the chance to go to Philly. You know, I live I live pretty much equidistant between New York and Philly, and I always enjoy Philly better. I just think there's more to do, more his, more history, easier to walk around, and 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 people might shoot me for this. Besides pizza and bagels, besides pizza and bagels, which I think in New York is you know find the best, um, the food's better in Philly too. Good that's just know. my opinion. That's just my opinion. But well, anyway. good coverage, Brian. I mean, that was, sounds like it was a it was definitely worth it, you know, and good good time. And it was cool that we kind of vicariously through you got to walk through it. Um, but I, I just hope that you know I kind of I looked it up and they're going after this. They're going I think Munich, Germany, and then they're going to London. So they're not going many places with this stuff. So I just wish that they would go more places or either, you know, we, we kind of talked about this, Brian, I don't know if you remember a long while ago, we talked about them opening up some sort of archive museum at Walt Disney world would be so cool to, to have that, you know, um, maybe a piece of the archives or they would change out stuff. Uh, would be so neat to have a museum on property, but, um, maybe, maybe eventually they will, but it's just, we just don't get to see enough of this stuff, especially for the hardcore Disney fans. So it's cool that you got to go and, we got to live or experience it vicariously through you in the episode. So thank you. Yeah, for and, that. If you and if you, you know, hold on, you never know. You never know. I mean, if you, for some reason you get to you get the opportunity, maybe by work to come in, to, you know, we'll hopefully we'll get you over there to see it because, but anybody who, you know, who comes into, I'm going to go again, just so you know, I am going to go again. I, my, my kids did not get to go. Um, they had originally, they, they were going to come and then they, they, there was a big change and they had, uh, they had the work that they couldn't, they couldn't come. So we yeah. are, we're going to figure out another day for the company because it was too much for them that they would have loved. You know, I, I, I know yeah. the art stuff, especially like they definitely, they, 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 they will eat like all that up and the music too. They, I, the, I, you know, beyond, I know that you would have loved the music, Evan. I thought of you cause I knew you would have less, you would have been like me. I sat down and I, and I started, I put the headphones on and I'm like, this is so cool. This is, this yeah, is, amazing. I would have loved I that. Wish, yeah. There was just grace. It was great. It was uh, better than I thought. I did not know what to expect, but when I saw the Disney fans out front in the beginning, at the beginning on the steps of this of the uh, of the museum, you know these big long steps, you know like fifty steps up, all Disney fans in a row getting in, and That's uh, so cool. that that was that made it to me like you know I think this is going to be cool because they're all here early. Yeah. What other yeah. reason would you get to a museum that early? There's no reason right. you get to a museum that early, right? These people were waiting. I, you know, they were uh, before we got into our like, Disney blood. Yeah, it was. It is, and so it was good. So, and again, I know I talked a lot today, guys. Uh, Evan didn't get to say a whole lot, but um, I did speak way too much. But I, I think this is something that you know, go see it, guys. If you if you live in the tri-state area, or even even if you're you know a little bit more you know further, you can make the trek to Philly because you could you could actually get to Philly from you know even central. It's, it's not centrally located. You can see from a lot of places. Go see it. It's. I, I'll yeah. tell you right now, it's going to be worth the money. It's worth the money. And it's uh it's a great day. It's in a great area, and there's great food around there. And if you if you're if you get take my hint about the parking deck because I did not know in all the years I never knew that that deck existed. I pulled right in. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is so easy. I park, <laughs> go in the elevator. I'm upstairs. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, talk That's about cool. convenience. Yeah, I mean, though, because you never know. Sometimes you go to these places and you park, and you have to walk a long oh, way. Oh, you walk forever. And, yeah, and then the parking is like sixty dollars. Um, uh huh. So this is it's very well done, very well organized. Plus, you get to see the giant heart, even though it's not the cryogenic heart of of Walt Disney. Yeah, I was actually going to say that in the picture, and they was like the 
Disney's cryogenic heart. But no, it was yeah. not. But it's another cool thing about that place. So okay, that's that's all I had to say. I know I've, I've definitely been speaking too much, but well, it's good. I mean, that's what I mean. This is what this episode was about to hear your recount of this uh, experience. So I appreciate it, and thanks for bringing it to us. Well, thanks for everybody's patience and listening to me. And uh, again, make sure you see it. And Spoonies, get yeah. over there. And you, and you know what? I did not bring the spoon there because I just didn't. I didn't think that was appropriate to take pictures of the spoon sure. there. I probably should have, but I didn't. So if I, because I know somebody asked me, they go, "Hey, did you did you take the spoon there?" I no, I said I thought about it, <laughs> and I just said, you know what, I don't think it's right. You know, I, I bring yeah. it to the parks all the time, but I didn't think I want to put it in the museum because right. just I don't know. But, but I'm who with knows? You. I'm with you. Maybe I should have. Who knows? Funny. Well, Spoonies, thank you for listening today, and we really appreciate it. If the pictures have not been posted, we'll make sure they are posted or re-highlighted again in our Facebook group, A Spoonful of Podcast, Spoonie Nation. Of course, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Please email us, info at com with anything, your show ideas. Uh, if you want to be on the show, a guest on the show, you can always email us there. Private messages, however you want to do it. It would be great to hear from you. Um, we can also hear from you in the form of a review of our podcast on Apple, however you listen, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, you name it, and we are there. Um, so lastly, please make your way to Philadelphia to see this Disney 100 exhibition before it leaves. I think we have a little bit longer for you to see it before it leaves at the Franklin Institute. So Brian, thank you again for the coverage. And without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. We love you, Spoonful of Podcasts. Yes, we do. Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you. Spoonful of Podcasts. It's true. Spoonful of Podcasts. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcasts. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, The Return to Civilization. I want to give a big thank you shout out to my good friends Brian and Evan and everybody at the Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you, Spoonful of Podcasts. Yes, we do. Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you. Spoonful of Podcasts. It's true. Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you.